0: the best insight instant feedback accountability the all-new talk radio freedom 106.5
1: uh, we have guests concerning the unified health workers union we have andy acosta who's the president kizi francois who's the pro and iro and uh, ria st john acosta uh, are you all married yes. oh okay yes so Rhea St. John Acosta and Andy Acosta, the General Secretary and the President, husband and wife oh, okay, um, of the Unified Health Workers Union we will be talking about unveiling the challenges medical workers face. You know, people always like to complain, complain about the medical workers not doing this, the nurses not doing that, the doctors this, the hospital this, the hospital's that. But let's find out about some of their challenges out there. So we say good afternoon, folks. Welcome. Thank you for having us. All right, okay. And so, uh, were you there in a distance? So, you said you will make the introduction. So, let's hear you, Miss, uh, You with the introduction.
2: Hi, so good afternoon. The mm-hmm. Unified Health Sector Workers Talking Union mm-hmm. um, was founded on the 23rd of May 2018. So, this year we are heading into our sixth year. It was founded by Andy Acosta, who's our president, mm-hmm. and Mrs. Rias and John Acosta, they are, all, they are both healthcare care workers mm-hmm. working in the system. And what would have get them towards that is that in the since the formulation of the RHA system in 1994, believe it or not, health no healthcare care worker in the RHA system, mm-hmm. not Ministry of Health, mm-hmm. has RMU, which is Recognized Majority Union Status. Right, So, therefore, when everybody is at the bargaining table looking for whatever crumbs they can pick up, health workers under the RHA system, they don't have that, right, among the many challenges that they have. So, the unions fight more or less is to educate those, mainly in the health sector, of the wars and how we could get that to some sort of resolve, mm-hmm. right, because we are heading into 30 years. 30 years is quite a long time without having any bargaining power mm-hmm. at all, right? And they are, to me, when I, when I first joined this union three years ago, I was very shocked at some of the things that I would have witnessed myself when I go out there to meet with our members, to meet with other persons working in the system. Uh-huh. So now I'll hand you over to our general secretary who would go a little further, Right. Enter the wars. All
1: right, so we're talking about wages, safety in and around the country's RHAs and equipment and lack of tools. All right, so tell us about some of your concerns, Miss.
3: Okay, so again, I am Maria St. John Acosta, and uh, there's a proverb that I like to say if we stand tall, it is because we stand on the shoulders of those who went before. Now, I believe that in order for persons, whether it's in the work environment or on the whole, to know where they are going to, they must first know where they come from. To this end, I would like to invite Mr. Acosta to just give a brief history of where we come from so that we can understand where we are, go- where we are now and where we are heading to so that we can make the necessary changes as workers to empower ourselves and improve the work environment. Uh,
4: thank you, Comrade St. Uh, thank you, Comrade St. John. Um, my name is Andy Acosta, Interim mm-hmm. President of the Unified. I'm happy to be a part of this program today, mainly because workers need to know what they need to know, which is their rights, their working rights, right? Um, Trinidad and Tobago, and workers, employees, we saw the first set of uh, labor laws way back in 1965, and that was called the ISA, the Stabili- Stabilization, um, the Industrial Stabilization Act, ISA, right? Um, However, it was not really conducive or beneficial to workers. Um, there was rules, there was regulation, there were working policies put together within that act, but but it still didn't work in the employees' favour, to say the least. Um, it was still bent on draconian measures. It was still uh, looking like we were still under the colonial rulership, and it wasn't supposed it will not supposed to be like that, because there were rules put in place for workers. However, it didn't work out, and within that within a five-year span, it, 1965 to, ni- to 1970, within that five-year span. The, work pl- the workplaces, the workforce were very much uneasy. Uh, things were going against them. When they thought they had legislation put in place for them, it wasn't really working out for them. Right? So within that five-year span, things were really, really tough with workers still. Right? N- a lot was not changed. The From all that, time, for all that time to now, 1965, all that issue you're talking about, things ain't changed? Um, 1965 to around 1970. Mm. Um, well, 1965, the first ISA law passed, right? Mm. We saw our first set of rules, um, laws for workers. And we thought it would have benefited us. No, it did not. Mm. right? So, however, within the five-year span, 1965 to 1970, um, things got out of hand. And Trinidadians saw in April of 1970, they saw a movement got out of hand, which we call the Black Power Uprising, which we know today as the Black Power Uprising. Right? And um, it went on for many months in Trinidad and Tobago. And uh, well, it didn't really affect Tobago that much, but yes, it did. In certain departments. And uh, Trinidad were in a state of unrest. And a lot of workers saw it fit to join Hand in hand, whether it, whether it be the sugarcane plantation, whether it be the oil belt, whether it be the public service, and those three major groups, yes, indeed, came together. And uh, um, they dung tools, they didn't go to work. Teachers stayed home. Students stayed at home. The garbage collectors wouldn't collect in garbage. The public service doors were closed. They stayed at home. The oil field workers stayed at home. They took to the road, and they continued their protests. Sugarcane workers, same thing. They took to the road, they continued their protests via streets of Trinidad and Tobago. There are certain streets, especially in the south, these oil and sugarcane workers um, did their journey. Child Street, Gasparlo, um, La The Point, Fisabar, these people did um, pound these pavements, in In search for what they want, which was better employment, better working conditions, right? And uh, for all intents and purposes, the country grind to a halt. The country was in a dilapidated state, so to speak. Um, garbage collectors weren't collecting garbage, it was smelly. Um, they, we, won't, we, we There weren't any water in many pipes, right? Wasa won't work in, teachers won't go into school, Oilfield stayed at home, took to the streets. And uh, for all intents and purposes, it was a success for the workers, for the working class. It was a success. And uh, our late Dr. Eric Williams, in all his wisdom, took his entourage along with the Foreign Affairs Minister at that time, 1970. We... um weren't lucky to, have, to, to be um, under a Labour minister at that time. So the Foreign Affairs Minister led that contingent to the UK. And they spent a couple of weeks there, and they returned. Dr. Eric Williams and his entourage, they returned. And they returned with a framed um, document, today known as the Industrial Relations Act of 1972 so it went before parliament it went before cabinet it was passed and it was proclaimed law in 1972 and uh, because of our current uh, laws, labor laws most union now or let me not say most but a few unions remain with two or three um, bargaining units, and they were allowed to keep it. Doc, the late Dr. Eric Williams explained to them, you don't have to share what you already have. Um, the, the, the OWTU, I think they had about three units under their umbrella. They were allowed to keep it. The PSA had probably similar, about three units under its umbrella. Um, they were allowed to keep it. But the new law made provisions um whereby you will not able to accept any other essential service under your umbrella because of, of what the new industrial Relations act stated. So the, so the
1: nurses and stuff cannot be um, represented by the union, that's what you're saying basically. By no by but by the union, that's what you're saying basically. No no, no no
4: no 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 um the RHEs mm-hmm. was formed in nine, mm-hmm. 1994. 1994, sorry. My bad. The RHS came into being in 1994, mm-hmm. and they met a little predicament, a little technicality. Mm-hmm. Since the Industrial Act of 1972 stated clearly, I think it's Section 34, clearly states that no, from now on, no union will be able to take on more than one essential service. Because in 1972, the PSA had almost all, all of the public service mm. owt you had tnt they had oil field they had um again right mm. the 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 PSA had mm. the majority of same all right so basically
1: oh, moving forward this is where you all come up with this to represent the, the right. right okay because right. these right. other
4: unions cannot take them again Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Right? right because because they don't want history to repeat itself. Uh Where in 1970 when the country for want of a better word, shut down within the black power uprising um, PSA had most of the public services, Uh right? OWTU had the oil field and um, Sugar and Energy had cane farmers and other agriculture groups. So when you have more than one group, you tend to have what you call um, monopoly over the system. So now, as it is now, after 1972, all every union that come on board or grew up after 1972, you have you could only accommodate one, one. essential. Okay, right, right, right. Okay, right, because if you if police were to shut down now, mm-hmm. it's only police will be shutting down, okay. not the whole country anymore. Right,
1: okay. Right, understood, understood. Right. All right. So let's talk about some of the things that are happening in the, the health sector. One well, number one, the poor management of health care. One, we want to make the public understand what the with the nurses and what the health system is going through, because the public will be going to the hospitals and they drift then they don't know what's going on behind, you know, behind closed doors. What's going on in the background? But our nurses and stuff and everybody working in the health center, they go through a lot. So poor management of the healthcare. Explain that to us.
3: Okay, so what it is. The problem now is that because there was no clarity, or not enough clarity with with the PSA, when the RHA system came into being, mm-hmm. the PSA was wasn't clear with RHA workers as to their limitations. The RHA workers continued to join the PSA and to believe oh, that I the PSA was negotiating okay. on their behalf. Right. What has what this has caused is a situation where no monthly paid worker within the system <coughs> is, nego- is negotiated for by the PSA. The PSA does not deal with RHA workers and this has caused a situation where the RHA can do what they want. Mm-hmm. Workers would speak about the poor management apart from the management we have issues where the, the hiring practices and the promotion practices are questionable the appraisal is used as a reprisal tool, but all of these things are allowed to happen because we do not have a union with recognized majority union status for monthly paid workers. So, what it means is that there is no one, no union, that can um, lay down terms. The employer has the conditions to your employment, the worker through the union negotiates the terms that govern these conditions. However, with the absence of our a union with RMU status, the RHA um the board and the CEO and they they do what they want. So the management is faulty because we have books, we have policies, mm-hmm. but we have memorandums that come out of the blue, that change that are contrary to the very policies that right. the RHA has uh, a supervisor, a manager may decide well okay the policy says 8 hours but we want you all to work 10 hours mm-hmm. and because there is no union that can negotiate and say this is, this is what happens because what in negotiations when you have a collective agreement all, everything that governs your work life is clearly laid out and the CEO and the board and the HR mm-hmm. personnel are bound to follow it because there are fines and jail terms for persons who do not follow a collective Find agreement. And jail terms
1: for <laughs> yes, yeah. Relevant, like for the
3: employer who does not follow the collective, collective agreement. agreement. But okay. in the absence of a collective agreement, mm-hmm. then the employer does what they want. Mm. This is where we are now. The empl- so what we will continue to see is mass migration of workers. Yeah, we've seen that. They either migrate out of the public system and go into the private system. Mm-hmm. Some of them go out of the country, and some people leave yeah. healthcare on the whole Ooh, yes. and go and do something else mm-hmm. where they perceive they have more say. Right. What happens in in the environment of the RH is that the worker has no say in his work life. Mm. So there's a procedure in place for grievance handling, for reporting disputes, but so, the, so these places don't have a human resource, something they don't have. Mm-hmm. Human the resource. problem is, uh, at the risk of sounding um, well, it is what it is. The human resource department is part of the problem, mm-hmm. because when you have policies and procedures but no union, no recognized majority union to enforce it. You find persons who are in positions of authority do take it as a as a as leeway to do what they see fit. Mm-hmm. So the HR the, now the persons in the HR department, I am uncertain if all of them are familiar with their own policy and procedures, because it is very often that they stray from what they themselves have written in policy Mm -hmm.
1: and that is the problem that the workers face. Nice. Okay, let's talk about some of the things that nurses complain about the poor health conditions. They did that up to in twenty twenty three. What are some of the poor health conditions from from the nurses' point of view?
3: Well as a registered nurse myself Mm -hmm. I can say we have a, a gross lack of equipment. We have lack of medication during COVID, we had an issue where we had patients attend to who had COVID, no PPE, no proper testing, so the patient would get on the ward with COVID and be COVID positive in an open area. Everybody dealing with the person, and then the results would come up after you have already been exposed. Mm. We have uh, situations where um, you are contracted to work eight hours. But some senior person in the department would decide. Okay, we are no, we are going to be working ten hours, mm. twelve hours. We getting more money, again. No, pay. you don't get any more money. You are getting your same salary. Eight hours.
1: So wait, if it, if you working for eight hours, even if you are to work eight
3: hours, pay? Yes. What happens is okay. Well, so will. the the a, a shift, let us say the night shift, right. is ten to six. Yeah. So they'll tell you come in for nine, and you are working until seven. Mm in the next day, and uh, your sal- the salary doesn't change. Your salary mm. is not changed at all. Mm. And for nurses uh, to get overtime, right. the persons in the positions that are supposed to be signing off on the overtime, I sometimes it appears as though they are unwilling to agree to you getting overtime. Mm. So, a lot of times, if you work as a registered nurse, if you work for five hours past, three, four, you don't get any extra money for that, you know. Mm.
1: Okay. I have, I have a cousin who's a nurse and she seems to do sometimes some extra time. I forget where you call it. So, that, that is pool. Pool, yes, that was your question. And yes. then, even what with the that?
3: pool system, okay, yeah. so they have a lot of persons who are willing to come in when they are off right. or and work an extra shift. Mm. But what, where does that do to be in that pool? Oh, yeah. you just go to the pool office and sign up. Oh. The issue with that is, mm-hmm. they tr- even in that, even there, they treat us as though we are, uh, as though it is under the master and save ordinance. So I say this, and you do it, and we have no, no, no room for maneuvering. Mm-hmm. So, if you are a pool nurse and you are ill and you stay home mm-hmm. from the from your normal shift, they tell you you cannot work pool for a period of time. Mm-hmm. However. If it is a situation where they need you and there is no one else, mm-hmm. even if you didn't come to work for the month, you can work pool. Okay. So it is at their even that where they are where they need us mm. to fill shifts that have no staff. It is at their at their um, discretion and they decide how it is done. So workers with Within the RHAs, because we have no RMU, we have no power.
1: Hmm. My people, I will be all here and said. why some nurses will be so angry, <laughs> you know, and vex. All right, equipment, lack of equipment and tools. I know you mentioned it, but what are some of the tools that are that are needed, and why is that a problem?
3: Well, uh, if I am an awarder. And I have to monitor vital signs. I have to do people's blood pressure. I have a seriously ill patient. I have a and if, To start with, the wards are overcrowded. Mm. So I have a ward with 30 patients, and I have two or three nurses, and I have one blood pressure machine that is functional, and two, three blood pressure machines that are parked up in a corner. What do you think will happen mm. when I have to attend to all these patients? And
1: who do you complain to about those blood pressure machines that are there? And thing up in the corner will be able to fix them. Oops. Oh buy by the other
3: ones So you contact biomed, you complain to your seniors. You could complain as far as the HR department if you do not have tools. Mm. But if these tools are not fixed, and yeah. not just for the staff, think about you getting a car to go and do a city scan. Mm. But the machine broke down because the machine has been doing more city scans mm. than it is supposed yeah,
1: you to. Want to
3: Welcome go to go quite Gandhi. Welcome to the RHE system, I And a
1: mother had cancer and went through that.
3: And even in that, um mm. even then we have an issue because the cards that are written in South cannot be used at another Ari mm. This is something that I believe should be looked at. Because if I'm supposed to be doing an a CT scan or an MRI within the healthcare system. Mm,
1: so you're going go wherever you're looking quite just like the card?
3: If if I, no. no, the issue would be if the card is written as, in South, south yeah. and the machine, the machine there is not is working, not working, and, s- working south, yes. and I have to go to Mount Hope, I mm. have to get a doctor at Mount oh. Hope what? to write a new, um, to write it up. Hmm. But if I'm not being seen by a doctor in, in Mount, Mount Hope, Hope yeah. then so hmm. you understand. So it's not me. just the staff that are affected. It spills out to the wider community. Of course, of course. Hmm. But who's responsible for all
1: these policies and things coming up? Was that the minister, the Ministry of Health, the management? What?
3: Well, the RHA, ha- well, the Ministry of Health devolved powers and functions to the RHAs. Mm-hmm. And so the RHAs are supposed to be ensuring that they adhere to the policies. The policies, there's a policy document, mm-hmm. the HR man- um manual for salaried employees that was handed down to the RHAs from the Ministry of Health. Yeah. And the board and the CEO and the HR manager has now the vested power to ensure that their RHAs function adequately.
1: Mm. All right. Wow. A lot of uh, education effort. You know, I, I like to watch a lot of these um. These doctor shows, right, you know, like Chicago Med, you know, and the, the management of a hospital is very, very important. If your hospital does not have good management, it could fall apart. I mean, sometimes the managers and the, the doctors, they, they always, um, you know, are wits because a doctor wants to be a doctor and care about a patient. Well, you know, they, if you don't have the health insurance thing and certain things, happen. but the management, the management is what really holds your your health system and things together. If you do a proper management, you will think, well, oh, fall apart. All right, so let's. Where, where do you all come in with all these concerns, and what are you all intend on doing? You know, in trying at this help to reach somewhere to solve all these problems.
3: Okay, so unfortunately, that's a great task. We have been trying since 2018, and mm. we are going to continue trying mm. to educate. RHA workers as mm-hmm. to the importance of having their own union with recognized majority union So, So is this,
1: this, 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 the RHA workers still thinking of going to PSA?
3: Because, mm-hmm. because when PSA negotiates, because we work mm-hmm. alongside a few ministry of health workers, mm-hmm. they cannot get an increase in salary if we don't get an increase. You cannot work with someone in the same work environment doing the same job and getting different salaries. Mm -hmm. So because every time PSA negotiates RHA workers get back pay, they seem to believe Mm -hmm. that the PSA is negotiating on their behalf. Mm -hmm. And there have been some elements within the PSA who have been less than forthcoming as they have not given clarity. So workers continue to, to believe this, unfortunately. What we need is for workers to understand, which is why I gave a history and led up to where we are now. We need to understand that when the last Ministry of Health worker leaves the RHEs, which is not going to be too long, no matter what the Public Services Association bargains for, it will have no effect on us. So we will not be getting money or any other benefit. We need to start to put our house in order now mm-hmm. so that we can have our own union with recognized majority union status, so we can sit before the CPO and do negotiations, so we can have a say in what we do on work, how we function, what are the requirements for promotions, things like health insurance. Health care workers don't have... He- Monthly paid care workers don't, don't have, don't health, have insurance. health insurance unless you would have taken it out pri- privately. Okay, okay. when hmm. persons retire, they always complain. The RHAs are telling them you owe thousands of dollars, nobody knows how we owe this, how they owe this money. You have to wait four plus years before you can receive a pension. Hmm. 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 So, the Unified Health Sector Workers Union is embarking on a series of lectures. A series of teachings we we have a YouTube um, channel we intend to send little little clips mm. we are trying to educate workers so yeah. they understand the importance of having a union that recognized majority union status for monthly paid workers within the RHAs. All
1: right. well let's bring mr. Costa back in the um, conversation so are you all you think you're all successful in doing that in educating the workers besides the YouTube channel and how else do you reach the the workers out there?
4: We have a uh, number of social um, network platforms that we work with and within, and mm. um, we've been doing a good job so far in reaching almost all of the workers on either platform, right? they have some who's not on Facebook, but we'll get them on another platform, right? Um, so the. Uh, we, uh, within the the social um, media network we are doing a a pretty good job i would say right but over the years i want to say over the years i want to stress a little bit on comrade um acosta's um um, saying just a little while about um over the for the past 30 years workers was for the most part i think was deliberately misled into thinking a certain way right a particular way and uh, within that 30 years we've been hearing a whole lot of eloquent speeches from management and at the end of the day it results in just absolute uh, uh, and spent promises that is all we've been getting over the last um, 30 years nothing fulfilling nothing concrete and workers I want to believe they are suffering from what we call Stockholm Syndrome. They are being battered. They they complain. They enjoy complaining, but um, some of them just don't intend to make that turnaround, right? They just don't um, because they believe if they are getting the monetary aspect out of the public services negotiation, that is what negotiation is all about. And we want to tell them that is not just the, um, the heart of negotiating. We want to have dental care Services added to our package. We wanna have optical care services added to our package, right? We wanna have. We don't have things like major surgery benefit. We don't have minor surgery benefit. We don't have injury on the workplace. We don't have all these things. um
1: no, I, I would personally think once you enter into the health system, you wanna some kind of benefit
4: health insurance
1: i would swear no sweat no no, no
4: not with the regions mm. they are operating by an ad hoc system mm. and they are totally well happy about that because it makes life easy for them and as i said over the years the eloquent speeches that they've been giving out to workers workers for some reason believe what management is saying to them mm. Right? They are suffering you now. They, no, they, they know they are suffering. Mm. But is it, is it a case where they will be victimized if they mm. do speak up? Um,
3: yes, I could mm. say yes. Okay. There's a saying, well, actually, this is from Matthew 13, 13. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not understand. Matthew 14 goes on to say, Ever hearing, but never perceiving. Which is paraphrased as none so blind as he who will not see, yeah. and this is the state that RHA workers are in presently. Yeah. And we are hoping through education we can turn this around because this is not beneficial to the worker and yeah. therefore it is not beneficial to the general public.
1: All right, folks, over so here, I'm um, opening up the phone lines to take some calls to 627 um, I hope we, you know, be a little bit more um, sympathetic to what the, the workers, the hell workers have to go through now that day. They, they're going through hell. Yeah. I mean, we just feel like, you know, when we go in there, we had to wait on our days for a bed, this, that, you know what I mean? I mean, I know did it say it no bed of roses in there, but boy, this is really, um, this really eye-opening, eye-opening there. You know, if any nurses out there, anybody else listening and wants to add something to the conversation, please feel free. Somebody's saying, yeah, boy, this is very enlightening. I would never believe that health workers go through all of this, especially not even having um, health insurance, you know? Um, so where, where we reach with, with with getting work. But how many members do you all have? A percentage of the membership do you say you all have? That's all right. you Take a call first there. Hello, good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon.
1: Yeah, man. Go ahead. Hello? Yeah, go ahead,
0: sir. All right,
1: um, um, This is your radio station,
0: right? So you call in?
1: Yeah, yes it is. yes it is yes
0: right so the problem i see happening is that the are chasing them that's do literally whatever they want the employees don't even know their own rights as employees The are it changed up the system up easy example is this on your performance appraisal if it is that they go beyond seven days sick leave you will never get excellent on your appraisal and you're, you're allowed to get 14 days sick leave according to their contract Something simple as that. The next thing is when it is that uh, it's time pay a gratuity, or you're supposed to get back the money, you take an IA and a date to get it back. you uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, those are something, and you don't even see it with an IA. Even if you get injured on UT, it makes it even worse. Because they don't even tell you what you're supposed to do to get me money or what options they have. Huh? Them is real thing.
1: All right, so thank you very much. No?
4: Um, to the caller, mm-hmm. uh, an appraisal um, system or document cannot, cannot, under no circumstances, be used as a punitive measure. Mm. It is, uh, an appraisal system is to enhance a worker, to guide a worker. Mm-hmm. It cannot be used as a punishment. Mm-hmm. Cannot.
1: Mm. All right, we have another call here. Hello, good afternoon.
5: It's good, absolutely.
1: Yeah.
5: You know, my heart goes out to the nurses. We speak in here. I'll tell you something. I have an experience with uh, my wife being in the hospital for a long time. And the nurses, they really, it's, it's a stressful job. I always say to a lot of nurses who I know, you are not paid enough. But you hear what the ladies say, you now when they work overtime, they don't get anything more. The law, the international law says, after you complete your eight hours, your term, you are entitled to a few hours to work again, a meal allowance. And th- uh, half time on every four hours and double time after that. So I can't understand what is going on with them. I told a couple of nurses you all need to get a read of that PSA, you're not getting representation there. I told I knew the union laws, I stood to the union before, certain union, and I knew what I'm saying. You're not going to get anywhere, you're trying to get another thing going, that's good. PSA is not representing you all, and you're not getting good. Of a but they hear what they really is. You would, I always thought you had an insurance plan, or you contribute to the insurance, and the insurance government puts the whole put and you, you get an insurance at the end, a payment at the end of the day. Like a gratuity, and I always thought that. I didn't know it was this bad. And you know, if people don't speak out, then you don't know. But as like you said, those who are blind, they said it in the scriptures of the Hinduism people cannot see further than the big because they see what they want to see. They don't see more because they're satisfied with what they have. I
1: don't know how you're gonna get it done, but it's a long road to go. Well, good evening. All right, but what do you think about? Makes, makes the PSA so attractive to the to the workers? Um, you know, and then y'all is that something that you all are doing? Is something that the PSC doing? If you have somebody too outspoken, out front? What? 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 It is? What it is?
3: I think that what is attractive is the back pay Mm, that workers get Mm. when the PSA negotiates. Okay. So that as soon as there are no more Ministry of Health workers and therefore no more back pay, then persons may start to open their eyes. But by then, it may be... Mm, Too late. (laughs) Maybe. Well, I don't think it will ever be too late, but I mean... Mm. We need to
4: do something now.
1: You all own back pay or something now? Come up with something? (laughs) A front pay,
3: some side pay, some kind of thing? We need to recognize majority union status, which is simply Hmm. put, I didn't explain before. Mm -hmm. So what recognize majority union status means is that the employer, Mm -hmm. in this case the government, recognizes recognizes the union, hopefully this union, Mm the Unified Health Sector Workers Union. So they don't recognize you all? They, they're, okay. Let me finish. Recognizes request. the union as the majority union within the healthcare system, which means you have to have more than half of the workers you wish to represent.
1: Membership, yeah, a membership.
3: Right. Mm. So any mm. union could mm. do grievances for mm. a worker, right? But in order to bargain collectively with the CPO, you There's need numbers. To have, numbers, yeah.
1: Numbers, numbers are numbers game. Mm-hmm. All right. So how are we getting them numbers? Eh? What we gotta do? You, you all have a membership. With PSA have a membership free.
3: Well, everybody has a membership, membership free.
1: How you y'all membership free compared to PSA membership free? Same, same a membership. Fee. Same. What well, are you one of your problems? Eh, man, you gotta listen it or something. That is all
3: Chinese. I thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay, I will give you some. The thing is. Uh, Workers need to understand it. We need to see beyond what it have for me now. We need to understand that we have a responsibility not just to make a better work environment for ourselves but for the generations to come. you're
1: to add, you talking about me. So, you feel you're talking about people <laughs> in London or you're you talking about all you have to do is run a do, do this. Take my advice, right? You gotta work this like a marketing campaign, like an ad. I mean, a take, take a month or two months or even six months and say 50% off membership. 50, join now 50% and I'll show you will get some numbers
3: do you know what is interesting mm. persons who belong to other unions mm-hmm. persons who recruit for other unions when mat- workers go to them with issues they refer them to us you know what that says that says that they know that we are doing something right mm.
1: well you know unfortunately we live in a time where the people who are doing the right thing don't get spit you know I'm keeping it real with you. 627 two, two, 625 2257 you know. The real representation here. The Unified Health Workers Union. And we're talking about, you know, things that the health workers have to go through. So next time you're going to the hospital, you see a nurse. And she's looking little thing. She had to go through all this kind of thing. <laughs> Plus what she going through with she <laughs> manage and she husband. And this, that, she children, all kind of thing. And all this other thing this is go through. Oh gosh, nurse, I feeling sorry for you. While doctors too, y'all are representing doctors too, right? Yeah,
3: Yeah. all the monthly paid workers within the healthcare system. And monthly paid workers do have any health insurance and
1: no No. kind of benefits.
3: Um, when COVID just came around in Mm. 2020, I wrote to the CEO Mm
0: -hmm.
3: and the Ministry of Health and asked that we meet. To discuss health insurance for workers, Mm. and I also reached out to all the unions within the RHAs and they all came, and we all sat and had discussion about insurance Mm. for healthcare workers. And And the 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 then CEO Mm. said that the ministry had Mm. set up a committee Mm. to discuss, and that was 2020, and we are in 2024. Me and too. I have never heard anything else hmm. about that.
1: So, health workers, they themselves not concerned about their own health
3: insurance?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: No. And you know, you say, when we go to all the, the hospital, yes. to go and drink rum? Correct. All of the persons yes. who complain about the hours of wait at casualty, and all of the persons who have procedures to do and they get a year or health clinic appointments a year down the road. The healthcare care worker the, has to go through the, the same, same thing. thing. Ah. So we have no special provisions made for us. If we yeah, go into yeah, the yeah. hospital, we have to wait mm. just as long to see a doctor. I we I have to say. stay in casualty hmm. for hours and days until we get a bed on the ward. Hmm. We do not have any special accommodations made well, for us. I will
1: us say as I get older, I will get a little nurse or something. Married um, or something? Nothing.
3: As a nurse myself, yeah. I think I should advise you against that.
4: Well, yeah, nothing because so, the, so so I
3: don't think you want to
4: suffer that much, you know.
3: Hmm.
4: <laughs> so you de- hmm. So, but I'll tell you something. I'll yeah. tell you something. The, mm. the management um, itself, they they, 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 put up a wall, especially with newcomers. And when I say newcomers, I mean new employees. Mm-hmm. Do not join a union, mm-hmm. and. A lot of the new employees, especially in the regions at a lower level working class, they are related to this one and that one. So when they come in via uncle and mommy and daddy and cousin and nephew, Mm. when they come in (coughs) that way, even the lower um, class of uh, uh, employees need uh, your lower level huh? Uh, huh? lower level lower level right mm-hmm. um, they, they, they need to bring their documents and I am telling you I was an employee of southwest region mm-hmm. and um, it have employees that I sit and talk to and they will keep it hush hush M- mommy bring me in daddy bring me in my neighbor bring me in oh you qualify no. oh, you finish school no I ain't finish school you know mm-hmm. and they are there So, and when you get this, the old people say you don't buy the hand that feed you. Mm -hmm. Right? So when I bring you in as my neighbor, my son, my daughter, whatever, you're not going to go against management. Right. When management say don't join a union, you are going to listen um, clearly to what management said. Mm -hmm. So that is part of the union-busting tactics that they are using. Right? Um, I was part of a, a... denomination of our uh, workers of the us medical orderlies medical which is supposed to be predominantly male because it's a physically challenging work mm-hmm. right physically challenging work and <coughs> they would bring in more females and uh, no mm-hmm. i have nothing against mm-hmm. hiring the the, the, the hiring you're not sexist females. or
1: anything but no, that's no, no, no. right? a moment how there are doing things men right. doing,
4: you know? and uh, we agree with that right, right. And it's predominantly in mm-hmm. that category of staff. Mm-hmm. It's predominantly female now. It's 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 what we call a technical union busting tactic mm-hmm. because females are less likely mm-hmm. to rise up right. to protest yeah. or to go against management. Serious?
3: No, this female.
4: No, no I want to know because I say. That's <laughs> some
1: men saying, I know, what? Females rising up. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Come, not in the household. Yeah. Never nah, watch me. You all ought to do something, by What if you say, where well, you partner with a credit union, you say, people could get a girl, loan. Is your some some kind of thing. And must yeah. have something. Something. Something you all could do.
4: Well, first and foremost, we started off by educating the masses, eh? mm. Because they were really in a dark hole. Really, really in a dark hole. So mm. we started off by educating we trying to pull them out of that dark hole by educating them. And we've been doing a pretty good job so far. It's working so far.
0: Mm.
4: We do
1: have uh, things that we put in place. way you need some incentives. Yeah. You we need have.
3: incentives. Uh, do you know that healthcare me. workers, mm. a lot of them want to be spoon-fed? Mm. So we have a uh, health insurance... For workers, mm-hmm. and all the workers, all the members w- are required to do is bring in their documents. Mm. And it appears as though most of them want us to come, and get, come and get their documents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. it is yeah. the, this, the, it, I don't think it's just healthier workers, you know. I think in Trinidad, yeah. a lot of us have this sense of Entitled. we are very lackadaisical. Mm. So we do not stand up, and that is why PSA continues to attract members because of the back pay. We stand up Once for something ever. is going in their favor, preferably monetary,
1: yeah. they do not. They're okay. They're okay. Jump down like politics, and watch my. says is the wrong kind of slaves. End up here, you know? mm-hmm. oh boy. Hello, good afternoon. Base,
0: good afternoon. Yes, sir. Base, could your guest tell me because I'm kind of a kind of you know, in my mind about what, is, what I'm listening to. Could they tell me, um, is there a difference between them and the body called
3: the Registers Nurses Association? I'll listen to it. Okay. So, the Trinidad and Tobago Registered Nurses Association, which I believe has changed their name to the Trinidad and Tobago Nurses Association to include all nursing staff, was previously an association for all registered nurses. And somewhere along 2014, they became a trade union. That is just one of the many trade unions within the RHA system. So there are quite a few trade unions opting to come into the RHA system to represent monthly paid workers. Now, the daily paid workers don't have any such issue. They have a union that recognized majority union status. Monthly paid workers, however, so TTRNA and the Unified Health Sector Workers Union, two different unions, TTRNA represents only nursing staff. So that would be registered nurses, Enrolled Mm -hmm. nursing assistants, patient care assistants. The Unified Health Sector Workers Union represents all monthly paid workers within the RHE. Now, what it means is that for, for nursing staff, they may join either union or they may join both unions. A worker could join any amount of unions that they choose to join. I hope that answers your question.
1: There are real unions there. well well representation of but again what makes you all different from the rest
3: well we come from within the RHA system we have gone on because at one time we did belong to the patient, to the sorry to the public services association yeah. And w- in 2012, when we decided to do industrial relations at a diploma level, and we went to Cipriani, that is when our eyes opened that PSA cannot represent Collectively Bargain. Collectively RHE workers. Mm. I am presently in the final year of my bachelor's degree in labor studies. This union, we ensure that one, we have the knowledge Because it is all well and good to want to to represent. But you have to ensure that you are equipped with the knowledge. So we have the knowledge. We have the...
4: Experience.
3: The experience, yes, certainly we have the experience. We also have the correct attitude. So we don't believe in selling out workers. We will not be meeting with management behind your back. We guide you along the way. Now, that is not to say that we encourage wrongdoing. I believe that all workers have rights. that With every right, you have a responsibility. So we ensure that we we not only teach workers their rights, but we marry it with your responsibility. So you have a right to a salary, but you have a responsibility to work. What we are hoping to do is to By changing the culture of the RHAs. Changing this. Now, changing our culture uh, takes a long time. eh? Mm. But we have the patience. And we have the knowledge. And for myself, I lean on advice from my lecturers at Cipriani. Who are themselves union persons. So, like Mr. Alva Allen, Mr. Dave Smith. I, during class time... I ensure that I listen to them because these men know I w- what I wish is that we could go back to the attitudes of those people who went before us Elmer Francois, mm. Daisy Crick Buzz Butler I miss you talking a nice talk there but we ain't going back uh, that, that is not good you see you have a
1: lot of heart and you only have in a good place but it's a war hard to win war It's, it's so a true. battle I can we win war? Right, so. but we don't want to fight dirty well, you know that, I know I ain't telling you to fight <laughs> dirty, but you had a fight. Well, we are fighting. Oh, you're fighting.
4: With knowledge and education.
1: But That's how hard nice. to you right now. You're fighting like this. You know? uh,
0: um,
4: you know? Mr. Moderator, we what could you imagine in this present time, mm. this computer era, you walk into a, a public office, a government office presently, and you will still hear... Managers and supervisors and tentacles of 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 the board and what are telling you what um you know other related duties and comply and then complain those things are totally well illegal mm. and should uh, should not find any place in an office in a work environment. But nobody, who's standing up against that who's standing up? Uh, we are trying our best. We it's a war we are fighting against mm. and it's 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 not easy to win but we are
3: giving it our best shot. Mm. And I should tell you that we have quite a good record thus far, we have represented many members mm. in many situations at the Ministry of Labour level. Mm. And they still
1: working there? They're still
3: working. Eh? They're still working. Okay. And they, we were successful in getting um, hours of work reverted. When, um, w- during COVID, when the private sector wanted to send home workers who were not vaccinated, uh-huh. we represented persons in the private sector and got them back on the work. And uh, when they were being told that they had to take, uh, go and get, do a private test for COVID mm. every Wednesday, mm. we had that reverted, and they were paid back the monies that they would have spent before to do tests before. So we are doing things. I think what we need to do is a little more PR, because ah, uh, yes. perhaps mm-hmm. the things I that the we P. are I doing. Perhaps some of the things that we are doing and isn't out there, but we have had much, many successes. In fact, we were we were um, successful in getting a nurse, more than one actually, who had to who was told to work ten hours. The shift was changed. We were successful in getting her back to her eight hours. We have had persons who have been acting in a position for years and not being paid for the uh, the increase that Mm -hmm. would be paid for the acting Mm -hmm. we took that matter one of those matters the ministry of labor the worker won and got the lump sum of money that was supposed to have been paid to her over the period so we are um, doing quite a lot and we are quite successful and our members are quite happy with our representation and persons in other areas who may belong to other unions they have to be recognizing that we are doing something different because they themselves mm-hmm. send members to us.
1: Yeah, man. Alright, well, you know, like I said, happens. but just keep in mind the incentives now because, you know, Chinese love our incentive. You know, like right now the PSA windling like then you're even a carrot in front of the rabbit. Back pay, back pay, back pay, back mm-hmm. pay, back pay, back are So, you got to have something for them. But I mean, it's sad, but it's, it's true. If they can't see it, what the good in it is it for themselves? You had to show them something? Uh,
4: and uh, as we said earlier on, we are not yet to bash any union
0: mm-hmm.
4: or any one particular union. Mm-hmm. Um, had it not been for the PSA, we wouldn't have been getting our little back pay and whatnot. So we have a level of gratitude for that. Mm. But what we, meant, what, what we really um, want the membership to know and the wider public to know, we cannot go forward with that vehicle. Mm. That particular vehicle, we cannot go forward with it. We need our own vehicle to go forward right and that is why we created our own union we uh, bent our first priority and a chunk of our resources financial resources and educating department goes towards membership the membership because we want the members to know the writing we want them to do the writing we want them to see the writing understand the, the correcting get on board the Unified Health Sector Workers Union.
1: All right. We are the vehicle. And how do people get on board? How do people get in contact with you? They want to join right now as we speak.
2: Okay, so our office is located at 28A Leroy Cali Street in San Fernando. We you can get us via our Facebook page, Unified Health Sector Workers Union.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You can also contact the office at three one nine two two nine eight. But it's not like the health
1: system somewhere you have to go down San Fernando to join it. You gotta...
2: No, you don't oh. have to, right. right? We have um when you when you contact us at uh, contact us at three one nine two two nine eight. There are various um. Emails that we will give to you. We okay. could also WhatsApp you the form, mm-hmm. right? Okay, we have chat cool. form available as well, right. right? So it's not that difficult to join us. It's mm-hmm. twenty dollars to join, a hundred dollar okay. membership per month, but that fifty percent sale I could tr- do a flash sale. hundred
1: dollars per month?
2: Yeah, that's a okay. hundred a month.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, and twenty dollars to join, so one twenty, your first payment. Of course, in order for us to represent, you have to be a member in good standing. A member good standing is someone who would have been with the union for at least two months, which is eight weeks. hmm
3: uh-huh. And that is low. That is in Hundred that is, a month is low? No, no, no. Oh, oh, okay. The good stuff having to oh. be in good standing, having uh-huh. to be a member for eight weeks, yeah. that is included in the Trade Union Act. Uh-huh. The hundred dollars a month is not law. Oh no, that's not. So I will I will consider your advice and probably do Please a do. a flash sale. Yes. Yeah. At 50 dollars, p- fifty percent <laughs> off, yeah, for a couple months. That's
1: right.
3: And see how that works, mm. but ultimately, um, the the um the the mo- the money is going to go back up to a hundred dollars. The thing is, what we need to understand is that educating, and because we have partnered with the Ministry of Labour, we did a sexual harassment. Um seminar with the Ministry of Labor. Mm-hmm. Last uh, two, years ago. two years ago we did a career fair where we partnered with the Ministry of Labor. Mm-hmm. To, we did this for Labor Day and I think this is something we want to do going forward. I have nothing against going to Fisabad. All the unions go to Pfizerbad mm-hmm. on Labor Day and uh, we leave Fisabad inspired mm-hmm. by talk. I think we also have a responsibility to put things in place for persons. So this year as well, we want to do another career fair where we will invite the Ministry of Labour, we will invite other um, entities, Netco, Fire Service, so that we can put for persons who, are not, who do not wish to go to Faisabad, you all can come down. We will have some um, PR done so that you all know where. It is Uh being held last, two years ago we had it on the promenade in San Fernando, where people can come in and sign up for actual employment because we have a lot of persons leaving school and leaving universities who are educated and have certification, but they have no jobs. Uh I also think that it is important that we teach in school, at a school level, the importance of business so that we can begin to create employment.
2: Right. Uh, the, because um, a good example is what would have happened just last week with Pennywise where workers did, uh-huh. um, knowing, your, knowing your rights yeah, yeah. is, let me tell you, but the that's public stand up, stand up the Yeah, that's because, right? But uh-huh. one of the things that I enjoy when I go on these education um, sessions with with the union is to see the marvel at folks when they realize, mm. wait now, my boss can't do me this? Mm. Or this is happening to me? Yeah. Why is this up to this morning? Before we came here, someone came to join the union, and the issue that the person had, they were sure, 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 because the boss was back with them and sent them home. That was the right way for it to be done. He was coerced to come, mm. right, by a friend. Yeah. And by the time I laid out the law and read certain things for him, he was like, you serious? He yeah. thinking about a partner who went through the same thing a year ago. Right. You know, so I think um, when persons are aware of mm. their rights, yeah. it brings. A but, but you, y'all, y'all have, have anywhere? Anyway so people can go
1: on and and read about what 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 y'all about. I mean any. I mean, when it was only when you come to join, you get the booklet and the pamphlet and that kind of we thing.
2: We have we have the union page, but what happened? The website at Singleton um, it was corrupted, and mm. we were supposed to get the person who had built the website. So we working on the website to to get it rebuilt, yeah. so you all could go read. We mm. have quite a few newsletters as well, so mm. those things are available to the public.
1: All right, folks. Well, thank you very much for you know coming. through, anything you want to say, lady So man? Before we We leave before we wrap it up.
3: Okay, so before we wrap it up, I want to say, again, I want to plead with workers within the RHA system to get on board the Unified Health Sector Workers Union. I need you all to understand that the PSA took us as far as they could take us. And it is time to come out of that vehicle and get into our own vehicle that could carry us f- further. Mm. Final, Wilson? Right. Um, just to
4: reiterate a, a, on a little point, um, workers, you all need to get on board. You all need to continue the education drive. Most of you all have been doing a good job um, with our education, educational sessions and whatnot. Keep it up. We are happy. We are thankful because... It will turn things around it will turn the workplace around this colonial way of governing and um these people are smiling management they are smiling because um workers didn't know now that workers are beginning to know and workers are showing up what they have learned and showing off and boasting of what they have learned um via our union um it has management a little uneasy but that's okay something has to happen and that's something that has to happen has to be the better the better meant for workers, so we are saying thank you for having us um we are we are happy to to spread our knowledge um nationally and perhaps internationally and uh, we are sleeping comfortable lately. workers are waking up they are taking advice they are ta- they are they are they are attending um classes they are taking um. Everything that we, we give them and we running in that direction that we advise them to. So we are happy about most things. We thank you for being here.
1: Mm, all right. So thank you very much. All right, folks, of course, you've been listening to the Unified Health Workers Union. Mr. Andy Acosta, the president. Uh, Maria Sin, John Acosta, general secretary. And we also have Kizzy Franco, P.R.O. and I.R.O. All right. Thank you very much, folks. Thank better you. Better Men's The Workers and Better Men's With Base continues right here on freedom.
0: The Best Insight Instant Feedback Accountability The All-New Talk Radio Freedom 106.5